7: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. I am Megan Rinks, and I am joined by my co host, the fantastic, amazing, beautiful, and talented Melissa DeMonts.
8: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Don't Blame Me for a second time.
7: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to O'Leary. Oh, God, I need to remember how to do the exact tune of it. I thought you were going to do like the birthday song that they
8: sing it sing like Chili's. Happy, 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 birthday, happy birthday. That's from, the tune you were doing.
7: I do. know you're right. Maybe I I think I'm just mixing them up. Wow. Um, are an advice podcast. You can call in, leave us voicemails at 310-6940-976. International listeners send us an audio message at megapodcast at gmail.com. We give fantastic, amazing, wonderful advice. Um, we're professional bitches, but in like the the endearing way that friend shoots you straight. What we laugh hey, in, hey bitch, you're being a bitch. Like we're not afraid to tell you mm-hmm. if you're being a dumb bitch. And you, have, everyone needs a friend like that. And we look back. I look back on my personal life. and like, someone should have told me what a bitch I was being. It's helpful sometimes. And we're also here to hype you up, validate your feelings. And uh, what we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. Opinions. And we, opinions. And we ask that when you call in and leave a voicemail that you are over 18 or have your parents' permission, you let us know your pronouns and the pronouns of the people involved in the story or your caller, your advice, or whatever. You give as much detail as possible. And what else should they do to get on your gold star list? You got to write it down and practice. Because
8: if it is just going on and on with no actual details, then well, how can we give you actual advice? It's not going to be the advice you need.
7: Mm-hmm. The more details, the better advice we can give. And as we say, you only, if you feel so inclined to include your astrological signs, you better have included so much detail, so much that that's just the fun fact at the end. Mm-hmm. Because it's not necessarily a descriptor at all. No. I think people got confused because that, like, we're very into astrology. You. I like guessing people's just astro- me. Megan. They got confused and thought <laughs> I was very into astrology. I just like guessing people's astrological signs. And I'm also just a Leo, so I love talking about myself.
8: So. Also, you were on, like, a co-star kick for a while, too. Yeah, they're, like, problematic, though. I, they are. So, and also uh, mine was just making me angry every day. So I deleted it because it had nothing to do with who I am as a person.
7: No, it didn't at all. Now I use one. There's like a patterns one. But I will say I did kind of enjoy the lightness of CoStar. Also, I think I think some CoStar coders were Leo's because they were always the kind of set that I got was nowhere near the kind of like saltiness that you got. But Sydney was like it was like i was like i'm sorry why are you harming my poor baby cancer best friend like you are like she's she is too soft for these things why are you <laughs> saying this this is so cruel um but yeah there's now i have been using one that's called like, called like the pattern that i just that's recently downloaded that,
8: what's his name the old dancer dude from magic mike main character channing tatum yes that's the one he loves
7: I just love how much you just put him down by calling him that little dancer dude. (laughs) He is little and he dances. He's not that little. He's short. He's at least my height. He's not shorter than me. Okay, for a man that's short. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how tall. I mean, I won't lie. I don't ever think of like when I think of like a day. I don't. He doesn't strike. I mean, I've never in my life think of actors as tall people. Yeah. Very rarely. You can tell if someone's tall. Like you can, because they're towering, like towering above other people. I've met him, Channing Tatum. We have a selfie together. That's cute. It is cute. Everybody was like way too nervous to ask him. I was like, I'll fucking ask him. And I was like, Can I have a picture? <laughs> And he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, good times were had by all. um That was also the same day that I met Michael B. Jordan. And I was so, you should have, like, everybody's like, oh my God, you're so chill. And I was like, yes, because is not my type. And then they've been with Michael B. Jordan. They're like, oh my God. I was like, Hush. he's like, thank you so much. He gives me a hug. And I'm like, Hush. he gets it. A, he has to get it a lot. He has to. Because he literally, like, knew what I was trying to say.
8: You know, whatever
7: yeah let's not I'm talk over, about it i'm so. over him i know me too it's good though yeah now we don't have any tension in our relationship mm-hmm. about that <laughs> we should get to the update we should we should let's 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 listen to an update this is um an update we gotta do it at the same time okay
6: one
8: two three
6: it was season seven episode ten and I have very loud upstairs neighbors. Maybe they can hear me right
8: now. <laughs>
9: Hopefully. <It's raining.
6: laughs> um, who knows? So you guys said that I should write a note. And I really like that. And the thing is, we have a Facebook group, like the building.
0: Mm. So I
6: actually went and found them
8: on Facebook. <gasps> oh.
6: So I could write to them. Which is, I mean, then the identity is just out there. Because Facebook mm-hmm. is viral, not private. Mm-hmm. But um before I even got to that it knocked on my door and I was like what the fuck <laughs> we're in a pandemic no one knocks <sighs> on my door and you need to like if, to get into the building you have to live here or like visit someone yeah and uh so I know that it's someone from my building yeah uh and I'm like oh I don't know anyone and like Ooh. Was, <laughs> I'm very not confrontational and anxious so I was just like so nervous about it but I peep out my little hole, and I can see that it's just like this very young woman with a mask. And I think, okay, it's fine. I open the door. I grab my mask, and I mm-hmm. open the door, and uh, it's my upstairs neighbor. And she says, "Hey, um, I live upstairs, and you're just playing very loud music." <laughs> and I, our our mouths—just like,
8: for people listening—our <laughs> mouths have dropped. <laughs> <laughs>
6: And that was i think she I could tell from her like facial expression that she was very confused with my reaction because I was like, What the fuck <laughs> um and and I just I was just like, Oh, sorry, um, I'm working from home and and I work with music, so so like i I listen to a lot of music, it's a part of my job to listen to a lot of music um and she's like yeah no no it's fine it's just i have exams and i can just hear your music all the time and i oh i really apologize but i will be listening to music but can you maybe give me like your uh like dates and times for your exams and i'll just make sure that i don't play in in that like time mm-hmm. scan? and uh and she's like yeah that would be great and she gives that to me and because and i mean she was nice i was mm-hmm. just very surprised (laughs) because like that was I was about to do that. (laughs) It it was unfair. (laughs) Bitch, you stole my fucking thunder. (laughs) Exactly. And just because I was so surprised and I'm very just not very um confrontational, I didn't say anything back. I wasn't like now we're at the subject. can I just say so I was just like oh I'm 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 sorry and close the door and like went our ways. But then a few days later I just, I like, I think around 9 PM, um, I can hear music and stuff from up there and I can hear there's several people and I'm like, Oh, okay. Our, our like, um, like curfew mm-hmm. is, uh, is 10 PM. So I'm like, I'll just wait it out. Like maybe they will turn it off at 10. They don't. It's so loud and it's getting louder and louder. And it's like the, you can hear the people get more and more drunk. Oh, they have a full on party oh my and you're not supposed to
8: be no
6: exactly and I'm like wait you came to my door with like mask and everything I thought you were being responsible but apparently she wasn't so they have a party and I just I think the last people they leave at like four in the morning and I haven't slept and I I'm already very anxious when I sleep and like my boyfriend got me like a like a a weighted blanket and that's Mm -hmm. really been helping me a lot but It's just, I didn't sleep at all this night Mm -hmm. because they were being so loud. But then I just, I saw this like as an opportunity to write her. Um, So I write her saying this, uh, I'm sorry to tell you, but I've just had an awful night because you've had a party. And I think that's very, uh, I said, I can't control what you do, but just in terms of like neighbors, it's very inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. and I just, I think, you know, please don't do that and please respect the curfew and et cetera. and then i continued into actually in general i think you're being very loud and then i send it and she texts me well she writes me back on facebook saying that her boyfriend was having a few friends over for drinks
8: and i was like oh
6: but it was like a solid 15 it's irrelevant
8: people. and it
6: was also for- it's irrelevant because yeah,
7: you're loud
6: shaking like yeah. the walls i felt like were falling onto me yeah
8: um, and it was for 6 hours. Yeah. Exactly.
6: It's insane. Who even parties for that long anymore? And um and she's saying uh, of course I'm very sorry we will I will talk to him about this and it won't happen again, etc. And then she comments on my in general uh loud thingy and she says that um I think it's just the building and I mean, I work out every other day. Maybe that's what you hear. And I'm like, no, you don't work out at like 11 p.m., do you? Like, do you really? And I don't think you like scream while you work out. So I don't like that's just a bad excuse. And she keeps saying like, oh, but I can hear our upstairs um, neighbor as well when they do whatever they do. And then I just have to throw back at her. Listen, I lift on a different floor. So I know that you, it's not the building, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I just said, but thank you for your message and and thank you for having me in your thoughts. Cause she, she did write, I will think about this. Yeah. And I can't, then I just, what could I say? I was just like, okay, that's fine. Uh, but I just had to comment on the building thing. Cause I know that's not it. Yeah. Um, then uh, cause it continues. Oof. I think, Oh yeah. So there was a thing on Thursday, but before Thursday, there was another thing and I had already gone to bed and I decided after the the first party that I commented on, I was like, the next time they have a party, I can actually just call the police. Like it's, they have, they are like, uh, it's not allowed. Like in, I'm in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. If you can't, um, have more than five people in your household and all that stuff. You can get like a fine and the police, they are, have nothing to do these days. So they will come out to private parties and they will just shut it down and give you a
8: fine. I just want to um, just point out this is Copenhagen police and not America. police.
7: Oh, yeah. American oh yeah. police also have nothing to do. And so then they decide to kill people, yes. which is um, be, Yeah. We wish we it could be a little bit more like the, the countries who are ranked higher on the happiness scale. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. We're number one, you know, mm-hmm. I know,
6: I know. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, they're chill, the police, yeah. is chill. but, um, but still that would be like, I thought I, I should do that the next time. Why didn't I do that? Uh, but then I have, I've gone to bed. It's like, I think it's like two weeks ago or whatever. And, uh, I hear like, uh, uh, screams from like, I think women and mm-hmm. I, I like run out of my bed. Cause I'm like, it's someone, I look out my window to the street and like to our big yard. And I think someone is like getting hurt. But then in my living room, I can just hear like the very loud music and like the it was like woo oh girls, you
7: now. oh um, yeah, <laughs> I hate woo girls. As really? someone who's been a woo girl, like you, <laughs> there has to be some self realization to be like this is awful, like woo. woo! And I, I just
6: maybe they're <laughs> younger. I don't know. Like I'm, uh, I'm 27, so like I, it's not that I don't have fun, but. I think they must be younger because yeah,
7: that's you woo, you woo in your, your, your late teens, early twenties. Like if you're still a woo girl, by the time (laughs) that you're 23, you are a girl who goes to drag. You're like a straight girl who goes to drag shows and is a woo girl. And that's never, (laughs) never the girl you want to (laughs) be. Um, not a good, no.
6: And and she is not a girl I want to be, but, um, (laughs) they just they they're so loud so I decide I was like okay it's I'm gonna try to text her first before I call the police I will message her and I message her hey you're being so loud and I I can't sleep you've woken me up once again mm-hmm. and um she texts me back saying I'll uh we'll turn down the music it's just she was like, we're just three girls having fun. And I'm like, it sounds like someone is getting killed." <laughs> yeah,
7: And I don't care um, if you're having fun. I'm not I'm having to fun. Sleep.
6: <laughs> I have to sleep. Mm-hmm. So uh, she says that she will turn down the music and and they will try to be, because and she says like, because of course you should be able to sleep. Then uh, they do turn down the music and they are quiet and I fall asleep and it's all good. Um and then on Thursday, this is the most recent uh mm-hmm. moment. And uh I think around like seven or whatever, it starts to be very loud, like someone is like throwing around furniture aloud. And um I'm 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 getting anxious, like it, I get very like uh just on my tippy toes kind of. And um so I decide to text her saying, Hey, this is what I've been talking about, what's happening right now is is when you're being loud and uh and it's just really annoying and maybe you can think about what you're doing right now and keep it down and she texts me back saying that uh they are changing like the cushions on their couch or whatever cushions don't make noises (laughs) no but i guess they must be throwing the sofa around or whatever (laughs) um and uh she continues into like uh commenting on how it's the building and it's just that she can hear her upstairs neighbor and blah, blah, blah. And then, and I just, I give up at this point and I just text her back saying, okay, that's fine. But just in the future, I will text you every time. Like I will, if, if if you're just open to the fact that I will text you and then you will be quiet, then let's just leave it at that. And when I play music and it's too loud, you can Mm -hmm. text me and it's all good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she's like, Oh, thank you. That makes me so happy that you're saying this, blah, blah, blah.
7: And that—that's the end of it. <laughs> that's because she doesn't want you to call the cops on her if she has another party, which you should. The next party, I will. And also,
6: um, I have told the like the building. Uh, there's like a board, yeah, mm-hmm. a board member thingy, and I have told them. But it's like it's so hard to throw people out, um, yeah, because we do like the how this work is like. I think you would call it co-op kind mm-hmm. of uh-huh. situation. So mm-hmm. we do like own the apartment, but someone owns the building. Yeah.
4: Right? yeah. Yeah.
6: situation um so it's very hard to throw people out it's like uh they need like three written notices and a police mm-hmm. it's yeah it's a whole thing uh but yeah that's it wow
8: well <laughs> thank you so much keep us updated because i want to know yes. how this ends um hopefully yeah. they leave um
7: yeah thank you so much for giving us um an update thanks for having me <laughs> super stanley <laughs> well that was the update we hate neighbors be respectful of people Mm -hmm. you share walls and floors with yeah and ceilings be yeah again be the upstairs neighbor or the downstairs neighbor be the neighbor you wish to see in the world Mm -hmm. it is not hard to be considerate and think about those kinds of things yeah
8: even when i lived upstairs in my same complex i'm in now I would be super careful but then I realized that directly below me was just the laundry room so I didn't need a reason to be but I was cautious for like six
7: months yeah and like my neighbors are so loud and the worst but like that doesn't give me free reign to be that back to them like Mm -hmm. I'm still not going to like vacuum at like 12 p.m. or i mean 12 a.m. <laughs> or like do jumping jack like work out at like 10 at mm-hmm. night or any or work out really early either so struggle it's a struggle um anything else or should we get into the rest of uh the episode let's just get on in there let's get into the calls i
2: would be able to give you much more detail if i were ever to have a listener back or anything like that but the basis is my mother-in-law is a manipulative narcissistic alcoholic just asshole um she she got me really close when um i got together with um my boyfriend and um she oh, we have a child we have a baby um my mother-in-law got me really close she wanted to know all about my childhood with my father, who is an addict, and my mom, who was very sick with hypothyroidism or Graves' disease. Um, And she wanted to know about the abusive relationship that I was in prior to being with my current boyfriend. Um, She has since used literal phrases that I told her that my ex would say to me when we would argue, when he would gaslight me, when he would try and manipulate me, all of that um she has called me an unfit mother a terrible mother terrible person you know all this other stuff she herself was a terrible mother to my boyfriend and his brothers um she was often gone um with her 70 year old boyfriend leaving the boys with no money in middle school um leaving them all alone they have tbs called on them multiple times whatever she basically just has no place to talk about what a parent is, and I'm a good fucking parent. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Um, so just this past week, she accused me of sending her other son's naked photos. Um, she then said that she has all of these naked photos, and this was a statement made in anger because we became upset with her when she bailed on us for watching our daughter for the umpteenth time this weekend. Um, and um, my boyfriend is supportive in us stopping our relationship with her for the time being. But he was not a mother to her growing up. And he is able to see his mother be a good grandmother to his daughter. And I don't want him to not have that relationship anymore. Um, he was thinking about death. The other day and was just like thinking about you know, well, what if my mom died and we left on these terms and blah 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 he is uh he holds a lot of guilt and is a very emotional person, which I appreciate um so like I said i, I do have more details, but i I just need help in navigating Here, I cut off
7: yeah, you need to call back. I have so many questions. <laughs> this is like trivial, but like your mom his mom is saying that she accused you of sending nudes to the, his brother and she has photos like show them to me that's what I would say okay show yeah. them to me because uh, that like does she act like if she has if she like has gone and if these are photos that you have like sent to your husband like did she go through your phones and then end up get like how if she has photos how would she have obtained them what did the brother say right about this like where's the when rest they be of the family at
8: his dad, at their bro- like at you and then wouldn't be talking to the brother their brother like she's at, she's obviously lying
7: like no yeah but it, it's i'm wondering where the innate like where the rest of the family is on this because i think like it is a really nuanced and hard situation when you like your boyfriend has, um or your I think your your partner, your boyfriend. Your uh, I don't know. I don't. I think you've done. I don't think you said you guys were married. Yeah. But like him recognizing that, like, hey, my mom wasn't a good mom. Like she did a lot of this stuff, but I can see that she's like a great grandmother, and I like would like to take a new like take have this be a new chapter in our relationship and. I don't need her to be a mom to me now. I don't need that. Like, there are no expectations um, in that relationship. I just want her to be a good grandmother. (sighs) She doesn't exist in a vacuum. And she still has the like, and the only time that those relationships work is when you can take all of somebody and she's actively harming you and hurting you with saying these things. And I'm not saying it's something that you should be able to brush off at all, but the only time that having relationships with these kinds of people work is when it is all on their terms. And that becomes like, she might be like a great grandmother, but like, she's also like bailing on babysitting all the time. Like that's not responsible for her at all. And she's also saying all of these things that like, Are really hurtful and like manipulative to you. And if I were your boyfriend, I think I mean, if he's not in therapy, I would get in therapy and like talk to someone um, and a therapist who specializes and or really like, has like a good understanding of narcissistic parents. Because and I al- always recommend the subreddit, like narcissistic um, parents and like kids raised by narcissists and all of that kind of stuff. And one of the really hard things that are, there is to like learn there is that the only real solution to that is cutting people off. And it's really hard because no one wants to believe that people can't get better or change or do anything like that. But they can only do that if they want to, and they really like seek help and get help for working on all that stuff. And if they don't, they are just going to hurt everybody in their path. And you either have to be okay with that and accept that, or you set up those boundaries and you don't. Because, yeah, I, I think like the whole, like, well, I don't, what if we end on these terms here? Who did that? You guys didn't do anything. She did, like, what are you supposed to do in this situation? Like, if, what does she want out of this? And if it's like, well, I want to make sure we end on good terms, well, how much of that can you control? And like, if it's if there is something that you guys can control and you can come to an agreement with each other that it's not harming to find a way to have a relationship and that relationship doesn't harm either of you and it only benefits and it's like X, Y, and Z and all of that kind of stuff. There's only so much that you can control and controlling on whether or not that you have a good relationship with her is 50% her. and. If she doesn't want to and she doesn't like this is the conditions of how like the only way that she wants to have a relationship, if it's this tumultuous. Then there's literally nothing that you or your boyfriend could do to make it be a good relationship. Which sucks, like it really, really sucks, but I think, yeah, I mean, I would just I mean, I would really recommend therapy because like dealing with like a narcissistic parent is it's really hard especially because you want more for your like grandkid your child or whatever but i will also say that there's absolutely like no kid in that situation regardless of like who they're related to or whatever is going to benefit from two people or someone being around who hates the other person or having there be any of that tension there the benefits don't outweigh the cons in that like that just like fucks with you psychologically it's I think the same logic of people who are like well I don't want to divorce cause, like divorce is really rough for kids and it's like well an unhappy marriage is actually way 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 fucking worse um so yeah I don't know what do yeah. you think yeah um I mean
8: I I don't have like
7: personal have, experience <laughs>
8: yeah wow. um, um, do I? <laughs> um but i do also think like for you for the caller for setting up boundaries with what you tell her because she use, clearly uses that as a weapon so don't tell her anything um yeah. yeah if she you want her just to be there as the grandmother just she's there as grandmother that's it That doesn't mean that you have to spill everything that happened about you. Because she probably came from like, she set it up as being like, I'm caring, I'm basically your mother-in-law. I'm here for you. I'm uh, all like, I'm here for you to, uh, you know, talk to or whatever. But she just, all she does is use that as ammo because Mm -hmm. she's not getting all the attention that she wants.
7: Yeah, I think also there's like a way to like i don't know i also don't want to put anything negative in your head with like i mean you're you have a baby baby um from what you've said but like there's also something to be said about um as a kid being around adults who don't like each other and whether it's one adult pick
8: up at that on that so easily
7: some especially narcissists they'll talk to kids about that they'll be like i hate this this they're Mm -hmm. so blah 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 they like and that Puts a lot of um, it creates a lot of issues building interpersonal relationships with that person because they don't know who to trust, and you also mm-hmm. don't trust your own reality because you have your perception. Then someone's telling you their opinion and what they think, and what and they're telling you what the other person feels and what the other person thinks and the other person is, and they're telling you what the other person feels, and the other person thinks, and maybe it's not both. Like maybe you guys like have like created a really solid boundary, like or planning to when like your kid is like when your baby has grown up a little bit more that like, you're not going to talk ill of the grandmother at all, but she, you don't have control if she's not going to do that to like in front of you or like, I mean to the kid, once the kid gets older, any of that stuff. So I think if there's a way for like you, we see grandma at like family functions and that's like, that's like where the line is kind of drawn and like, we don't rely on her for childcare because she's not reliable. And we don't, she doesn't, she can see like our baby on our terms and what we're comfortable with in creating those boundaries. And if she's not okay with those boundaries, then it's either cutting that off or being like having a real sit down conversation with your boyfriend and being like, okay, what are we comfortable with? And like, are you okay if she continues for like the rest of our lives? Her saying these awful things to me and all of this kind of stuff. Like, are Mm -hmm. you okay with that? But I would really recommend therapy because it also does sound a little bit like he's trying to recreate the childhood he didn't have and take the animosity and anger he has to his mom and just reframe that as her being a great grandmother and then having all these expectations of that to kind of override his experience with her as a mother and then if that doesn't work that's just actually twice as much disappointment like it's really what if we put expectations on narcissists it's we're the only ones getting hurt so being a narcissistic parent can also translate just i mean narcissistic person and grandparent and all of that kind of stuff
8: yeah yeah i was trying to look up just like some information about dealing with it. And I can't find anything in this short book, but
7: yeah. I mean it's the recommended is you can't rationalize with a narcissist. And like being a narcissist, like narcissistic personality disorder or being a malignant narcissist and all that, like is a diagnosed thing. And um people can go to therapy for that and like really work on it. And it's like a very conscious thing to do, but it's There are also people who have, like, no desire (laughs) to do Mm -hmm. that or also then will manipulate their therapist and do all of that. But if someone is, like, in the trenches of all of that, it's just so, 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 so draining, especially when it is, like, an older figure. Yeah. So I would like to... I mean, I'm very curious about this fucking, like, picture thing, though. Because, like, that's either, like, a downright lie and like you did this for what like
8: that's what i would and that's the thing i would call her out on stuff like that i would just be like okay show me the pictures show me where um your children have sent you these pictures like why why would they send them to her they would talk to their brother like
7: is everybody else and i don't mean this in a negative way but are they just kind of like enabling like letting her do and say this kind of stuff and they're okay with it and being mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we know that this, like, she's just being her, like, blah, blah, blah. But that's what I'm, cu- I'm so curious about, like, what the relationship is like with the other brother and, like, how he relates to, to her and all of that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, there are whole, like, sh- so easily people could prove to her that she's lying. But are they also kind of coddling that relationship to not push her away? Right. It's hard. It's really hard.
8: Oh, all right. Next one.
7: Yep. Hey Megan,
9: I'm Melissa. I'm calling in for some roommate advice. I'm gonna talk fast because there's a lot of information. So my roommate, let's call her Morgan, is a 21 year old Capricorn, and I'm a 24 year old Leo. So we found each other online, so we didn't know each other prior to moving in together. It started off great, but quickly went to shit. Uh, My roommate is in her final year of school, so she doesn't have a job. She's home basically all day every day since her classes are online. I, on the other hand, graduated a few years ago and work a full time job. I work with 50 to 60 hours a week while she stays home. Morgan first started complaining that I wasn't pulling my weight around the house and that the house was always filthy. It wasn't. It was almost spotless. I was trying to be considerate, and so after working 12- to 14-hour days, I come home, I clean whatever there is to clean, I go to bed. About a month ago, our elementary school went back to school in person, and she returned to student teach in person. The night before she returned to school, she sat me down and said, look, I can't be the housewife anymore, so you're going to have to start doing some chores. I called her out on this and told her that I have been doing chores and that just because I'm not home all day to spotlessly clean the entire house every single day doesn't mean I'm not pulling my weight. We put that argument behind us and moved on. Well, now she is saying it's fully my responsibility to make sure the house is spotless. I was talking to my therapist about my roommate, and she thinks my roommate has OCD. As somebody with a psychology degree and somebody working in the psychology field, I know OCD is a very real thing, and I'm not holding that against her. But if she does, in fact, have OCD, she needs to go to therapy and not hold it as somebody else's responsibility to maintain her OCD standards. We don't talk much about the cleaning issue anymore, but now she has began controlling every other aspect of my life. I started ordering HelloFresh due to my crazy work schedule, and she's mad because the bags of HelloFresh meals take up too much space in the fridge. I do keep them on my half of the fridge, but she doesn't like that they look so bulky. She has also mentioned that she doesn't want my boyfriend staying the night just because he doesn't pay rent. I explained to her that he only spends the night one to two nights a week, and this is the only time we get to see, see each other because we both work crazy hours. Her bitching has started making me feel anxious and on the edge all the time. Um, she recently so she recently visited home over spring break, and the night before she came home, I had a full-on panic panic attack because I was worried the house wasn't to her standards. I know I should sit her down and talk to her about how she's affecting my mental health, but I don't know how to do so. Please help me. How should I confront her and not have a panic attack while doing so? My boyfriend and parents are super concerned about my anxiety being at an all-time high because of her high standards. Um, Love the podcast. Love you. Sorry. This is shaky. I'm nervous. (laughs) Bye.
8: This is tough. This is very tough. The thing is that there's never going to be any pleasing her. Like, the, no matter how hard you try, mm-hmm. it's not going to make her happy.
7: Yeah. And there's also nothing that, like, you can say to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think this is a situation that I would just fully just stand your ground until you can move out. And, like, the one thing I will say that I don't think that um i think it's like shitty but i do think that like shit. we got the same thing yeah. the boyfriend staying the over staying yep that's like that is something where i don't know what state you live in but if someone stays over for it doesn't have to be consecutive mm-hmm. but just like for x amount of t- times during the month they do have to pay rent so you don't really have um like a leg to stand on on that argument like i would It would suck, but I would concede on that one and just stay at his place. Um, But then for everything else, like with the fridge stuff, as long as things are on your side, you're keeping your stuff like clean and you're like pulling your like weight or whatever, I would just like stand your ground and just be like, I'm doing my part. You can like do your part. Like, there you go. I think if it's... um, A difference between if if you're like more of like a tidier and a cleaner, and she's more of like a deep cleaner, then I think like incorporate both into Mm -hmm. those things where it's like okay, she cleaned the kitchen, she deep cleaned the kitchen last last week. I will I'll do that this week or whatever. Like if it helps you to like lay out like sit down with her and be okay, let's come up with like what we've like the what like a cleaning like a chores or whatever, like a cleaning um, to-do list or like what that is. And then I will keep up my stuff. And then if we want to rotate back and forth each week between doing these deep cleaning things, like let's do that or just have that on there. So like, cause I mean, I don't think that you're just like picking stuff up and not like washing things and like sweeping and doing that stuff. But like just to kind of cover your bases and like make sure that like she's aware that you're also doing those things. And then other than that, if she brings it up again, we'd just be like, I'm doing my part. I can't, if you want to clean more, you are more than welcome to clean more. But like, this is from our chore chart and what we're doing. I am keeping up with everything that I am doing. You are more than welcome to do whatever you want. But like, I have just as much rights to my half of the fridge as you do. Mm -hmm. And if that bothers you, you're more than welcome to get another fridge in your room and get a mini, like a, another mini fridge. But I'm... I'm not doing anything more or claiming any more territory than you are. Like, this is how the split is. But I don't think that that can be, I don't think you can use it as the argument if your boyfriend is staying over a couple of times a week.
8: Yep. That's the only thing that I would say. Everything else, this is just how it is. And but with the boyfriend, yeah, that's something that you
7: can't budge on. Mm hmm. You just have to split it. Like everything needs to be split. Mm -hmm. And if she wants to do more than her half, she can. But that doesn't mean you do less than your half. Yeah. But that just needs to be. And I think having that conversation about like, if her expectation is, oh, we need to deep clean the house every day. You're like, I'm going to deep clean the house. I will deep clean once a week. If you would like to do more than that, you can. But like, this is what I'm going to do. And that's like a completely reasonable thing. But I would Mm -hmm. not, I mean, I don't bring up OCD to her at all. And I also would say that like, I don't think you necessarily mean that. I mean, I think you're like pissed off as fuck about this girl. I would would be annoyed as shit too. But not mentioning something about how like, oh, well, you're home all day. Or like, you're like, you're just a student. I have a job. And like, now she's student teaching and all of that stuff. Because like, it's not a, like, you can't factor in, in order for this, I think to survive this until you can get a new lease, it needs to be like, completely 50% with no well this and this and this and like making room for like I don't think you guys are going to be able to like make room for each other's like personal life and what that person's going through and all of that I think it really needs to be super black and white so regardless of the fact that she's home all day and you're not in any of that like it's just split 50/50 yeah. but that's that's rough but it does sound like you've been there for a while so your lease is hopefully up pretty soon yeah. And then spend as much time, like spend nights at your boyfriend, like spend time there. If you can. Yeah. But I mean, if he's spending time.
8: But he might be in a different type of situation where he can't have anyone over too.
7: Yeah, that's true. I would also just get a copy um, of your lease just to have on hand so you can know when you can like first give notice to moving out. So you're staying on top of everything for like the most timely like oh giving three weeks notice or giving two weeks notice, like whatever that is because depending if you're like in a big apartment complex you can also sometimes like give your um say that people can do showings of like your place and like or virtual stuff and things like that and then sometimes that can also mean you can get out of a lease early if someone wants that exact unit so but you have to be on the same page with the roommate though yeah yeah, and the roommate probably wouldn't want people. Yeah, she over. she's not going
8: to want people. Yeah, spending. just get a
7: copy of your lease so you're on top of like all of the timelines for ending that said lease eventually mm-hmm. when you can. We are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back.
3: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com.
0: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
1: Moonpig.com.
7: Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. And we are back. Let's get into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Love the podcast. So I've an
10: interesting situation on want some advice on. So um, for, for background, I'm 21 years old. I'm in university, but I've been home for the past year. I live with my mom, my younger sister. My dad actually passed away when I was five, but my mom remarried about two years ago and she was with, this guy for about five years prior to that. Um, but the past couple of years after they got married, they've had a lot of problems. Um, a lot of it surrounding my younger sister, who has a lot of health problems. And so there's just been some strain um, in their relationship, and also for other reasons. But eventually in November, my mom asked him to move out, and they had gotten in a really big fight. He had, had a lot of really mean things that my younger sister and my mom had made that clear to us and we just kind of had not seen him since. And then last week on Monday, they were supposed, they ended up getting divorced and they were going to finalize their divorce on Monday. Um, and then also along with that, my mom has been seeing a guy she met through her work for the past couple of weeks. Um, and he seems to make her really happy. I've only met him a few times, but he's really nice. Um, And has made her laugh and, you know, doesn't seem to be adding a lot of stress to her life. And, you know, background, me and my sister have never had a super close relationship with our stepdad. But he, you know, we were, we had kind of like a cordial relationship up until like the past couple months before he moved out. Well, on Easter, the guy my mom has been seeing, he stopped over and brought her some Easter presents. um, It was really nice. And then he left. But then later that night, we were having Easter dinner and my ex-stepdad showed up. And you know my mom did my mom didn't warn me, my sister at all. He didn't really address it. Um, they just kind of were acting like nothing was going on. And so I thought maybe my mom cut it off with the other guy she's been seeing, but I've seen initials still been talking on the phone, talking a lot. So I'm a little confused. My mom hasn't really said anything. Um, and my sister's really upset because my mom told her that, our except that i said a lot of really terrible things about her. So I'm not really sure what to do in this situation. I'm not sure if my mom has any explanation because we are both adults now. My sister is also over the age 18. So any advice on how to navigate this situation would be great. Thanks so much.
7: Broad picture. Parents don't always necessarily owe their kids an explanation about everything, but I also think that not everybody, every person owes anyone an explanation about everything. Um, And I hate when parents use like, oh, well, you're an adult, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, if I'm an adult and you're an adult, like, then what? let's have some open communication about this. But the issue is, is when you, when she started this by letting you all know the terrible things that he has said about your sister, that, then, yeah, she owes you a fucking explanation. like I would be so pissed if i was if I was your sister in that situation, and at least like <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, fucking at least hide it like, are you kidding? like it,
8: yeah, I would i for this, yes, she does owe you an ex- explanation if he hadn't said like terrible stuff about your sister, then it would be like, you know, let her run her. <laughs> you know her bench main main dude side dude i don't know who's who in this new situation this new light so like are they officially divorced
7: though yeah she said they're finalizing the divorce on monday
8: okay but like did they
7: i don't know i mean yeah like what kind of divorce was this like was Mm -hmm. this like did they have a mediator or were there lawyers involved like did they like yeah, did they just sign the papers again with like a, a mediator? Like was it like an amicable, super easy split like that? Or did like you have to go like were they going to court for assets or anything? Like, cause that's a good way to tell if they did sign it. And like those are appointments. Like you can't miss, like if you miss them, you have to reschedule them. Right. It's not Which like in the movies where like you just a, have the divorce papers and you're no, like, okay. it might
8: be like a stalling technique, though. Like, oh, what does, I mean? What does he? What does she want? What does he want? Yeah,
7: who owns the house? I'll be on. I mean, that's really what usually people do that for. So, who mm-hmm. owns the house? Is it in an area that like constantly gets reappraised and will cost more? Like, is there a re? Like, did they? Did they not? I just think that like I also think regardless, like if this was an amicable divorce, it's pretty fucked up to consider an amicable after he said hurtful things about your sister who is ill and then your mom was hurt enough by it or wanted to like, I don't know what to then tell you both and then not probably give them a reason for why they were getting divorced. Yeah, but then you got to follow through on that. Yeah, so she owes both of you an. I mean, she really owes your sister an explanation. But I think if I were you, you're only twenty one, and she's younger than you, so she's over eighteen. So like, she's what 19, 20, maybe just turned eighteen. I think you have a sit down conversation with her, and it's not like what are your intentions with these men. But I think it's like, hey, um, I would you guys, just
8: focus on the stepdad.
7: Yeah, and like you told us, he said these things. That's incredibly hurtful we're still holding on to that hurt and it's really offensive that like it's seemingly like seemingly you are completely fine and okay with it and he's like now suddenly back here in like our lives showing up on Easter and shit and like it's no big deal
8: you didn't even give us a warning because you she knew if she said something to you guys then you would ask questions
7: yeah and then it's like yeah explain just fucking explain yourself Mm -hmm. like what is this and I think also, I would actually, you know what I would do before that? I would talk to your sister and see if she wants you to have a conversation with your mom first before she's there. And so you can yeah, kind of set that out.
8: Actually, I wouldn't even involve the sister.
7: Unless she wants to be.
8: Yeah, unless she wants to be. But I think this is a conversation that you have questions about. So you should be the one asking it.
7: Yeah. Let's hop into our next call. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, jumping right into it. I am 25, a Sagittarius,
5: Sagittarius son. Uh, she, her pronouns. Uh, my issue is with a longtime best friend. We've actually been friends since third are great. Um, we're still really close, but I can feel our paths starting to divide and go different ways. Uh, things like, she wants kids. I do not. She values marriage a lot. I think it's cool, but whatever. Um, she tends to be pretty judgmental
2: of people straight out the gate. Uh, I try to give everybody a chance.
5: Most notably... My issues are where our political beliefs differ. Uh, Generally, we agree on the same ideas, uh, but we disagree on how we think they should get done. So same goal, different paths to get there. We've talked about this stuff once before and just decided that we disagree on it. And we're both fine with that because, like I said, we agree on the goals, so it's not a huge deal. But the problem lies in that she keeps bringing that stuff up, seemingly prompting me to agree with her when she knows that I don't. Usually, I'll just ignore it, not respond, or change the subject, because she is a textbook Pisces, and I know from experience that confrontation could cause her to absolutely flip out. Uh, She's even gone as far as to make fun of someone who just so happens to share the same ideas with me. Make fun of them for their ideas, by the way. Um, And quarantine has not made it better since she's living with people who really disagree with her, and it seems to have made her dig her heels in with the belief that she's right and doesn't care what anyone else says not to mention the toll that all of that has had on her mental health. Um, I try to drop hints or gently nudge her to remind her of where I stand, but it doesn't really seem to help at all. So do you ladies have any advice on how I should handle this emotionally taxing, somewhat fading friendship, which I don't necessarily want to fade? Uh, that has more than a decade of history. Or just advice on starting a conversation with a volatile and hurting Pisces. Uh, thank you so much.
2: Bye.
7: I mean, I think if you describe your friend as volatile, it's it's probably not something
8: that somebody you should have in your life. I mean, there's somebody in my life that big picture, we do agree on things. But then when it comes to exactly Mm -hmm. what you were saying, the execution, we strongly disagree. For me, I um, bring up facts. Um, but I don't know what site you're on, so I don't know if it's gonna help you or not. But for me, I bring up facts that counter because this person in my life reads a lot of headlines and doesn't read the articles. And I know who you're that talking right. about, right? I'm pretty sure you do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, and so they read headlines and not the articles. And so I will go into the details about what actually things are, how there's a process for everything, how you can't just Hot. ready for yeah hot and just like create a solution and there's a process to doing things and so that's how I break it down um for her in all honesty I would have ghosted her a long time ago just but there's just things that are tying us together so I can't um, <laughs> um but uh so I think it's just like do you want to you i mean you continue you clearly want to continue this friendship relationship but if she's being volatile to your mental health then uh it might be time to cut the cord
7: yeah i think like this is like a common theme that we get where it's like well i like i want to set these like i want to keep this friendship i want to set these boundaries or whatever but like you <laughs> you can set the boundaries you can't ensure that she's going to uphold them and respect them so I think like, sure, in theory, you want to remain friends with her, but you're it's c- under the condition that she doesn't talk about this stuff anymore. And you guys can agree to disagree on that kind of stuff and move forward. But it doesn't sound like she's OK with that. And so I think if you need to have a- another conversation with her where it's not a response to something that she said, but it's starting a new conversation to be like, hey, so we've had this talk before and it keeps happening and you do keep bringing this kind of stuff up and it's getting increasingly frustrating for me. And I like, I'm really drawing a hard boundary with like, I don't want to talk about this with you anymore. And if this can, if you continue to bring this up, like I'm like, I love you, but I'm not going to be able to move forward this friendship because like, if you can, you can respect that and like, let her like live her life and have her own belief system as much as possible, like as much as you can. But like, if she doesn't do the same for you, then, what you're doing is fruitless, like it's not what's the fucking point then <laughs> because mm-hmm. like she's just not gonna respect that at all, but I am curious what side <laughs> you are on of it, but I'm glad you gave because i know I'm glad you gave that example because i I was gonna be like curious I'm like I wonder like what it is that would be kept bring mm-hmm. like being brought up, but that like, that does make no yeah i can I can think of a clearer picture now, yeah. But yeah, because I think like if if you're on Melissa and (laughs) I side of this, like then I think if you want to approach it with facts and then be like, okay, I'm I'm done. And like, here's how you can understand, like this process more and all of that. But if you are on the other side of it, then and she's offering you facts and that and stuff like I would look into those things and then see where you lie on that and like maybe it i don't know if you've done it before but maybe it is like hearing her out Mm -hmm. and hearing what she's saying and if the if she's if she's the one who's bringing those facts and receipts and um how legislature works how all of those things work then reading that to have a deeper understanding of that but if then you're the one with that then i think do that same for her And then from there, after one final conversation about it, if she can't respect your boundaries, then I think you just need to be done. But again, I think someone you call volatile, like. That's
8: probably that's probably not the only I mean, you listed off things that you have differences in. And with the things that you listed, those seem like they are things that you can work through Mm -hmm. in the friendship, you know, just like opposite things just because one person wants to get married and the other one doesn't that doesn't mean you can't be friends mm-hmm. but if it comes down to like your core beliefs which you guys do have the big picture same ideas of it but she's being volatile i don't think the vol what's the word volatileness i don't vol- know what the volatility. word volatility <laughs> volatility sure i don't know <laughs> um, i don't think that that would be the only section of your life that she's being that way in
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to coddle her either. Like Mm -hmm. if she's being like, if she's lashing out and being a bit like, I'm so anti the whole like, well, I don't want to, and this is also just me because I'm confrontational, but like I'm, if someone else is not confrontational, but like, we need to have a confrontation. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, they really don't really, they, this really blah, blah. Like if it needs to get done, it needs to get fucking done. Mm -hmm. Like If it's not going to be productive because that person is going to shut down, then I'll do it in a way that's like over text message, over something that like gives that like I'm not going to like a like (laughs) in person, just be like oh. But it has to get done at some point. And coddling someone's like feelings about that, like you can only you still have to do the thing. Just do it in a way that you think will be the most comfortable to them. Not just oh I can't do this at all because they're not going to respond well. Then it's like okay well if they're not going to respond well to criticism or like having conversation about boundaries, then like they're not going to respect your boundaries and then you shouldn't be friends with this person anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for don't blame them. This is where a listener will call in with their own advice um, to follow up on a previous call that we gave advice on. So maybe they have their own personal insight. They've been through something similar or they just had some thoughts that we didn't cover or they're just going to tell us you gave perfect advice. You're amazing and you're wonderful and you're so pretty which
8: thank you Um, so this is from season seven episode 20 about the girl who fell in love with her best friend
1: hi Megan and Melissa I'm calling for I don't blame them for season seven episode 20 about the girl who fell in love with her best friend they were dating she said she loved him and then he broke up with her the next day I have been in that situation before Um, I had known my friend for about two or three years we decided to take the plunge and start dating. Um, we did for a few months. And I wrote him a card that basically said, looking forward to, you know, the next year together. I hope it's great. Looking forward to it. And he broke up with me a few weeks later saying that he didn't have as deep c- as feelings as I did for him romantically. And it totally crushed me because when he broke up with me, I realized that, yeah, I was in love with him. It did hurt friendship for a while, but we had a really long conversation uh, that we did want to stay friends, and we knew that staying friends meant that we really didn't need time and space away from each other, and I basically had to tell him, I need you not to speak to me until I'm ready. Um, So that's what we did, and it's hard, and it's a lot of work, but we have gotten back to being really, really close friends, and, you know, I've known him for five years now, and... We could talk about anything, hang out, talk about our relationship, but you really need to give yourself time and space to heal um, and to find someone who's going to love you back the way that you love them because otherwise you are just sinking your heart into a situation that's not going to change and you can't wait around hoping for it to change. That's not really how it works. You're not special. Um, You're not the... Uh, exception to the rule, you're more than likely to roll. And that's what I have to tell myself in that situation. And time really does heal all wounds. And then eventually you will meet someone who is going to love you back. um So please don't lose hope and love. Um, and maybe one day you can be friends with him again, but not right now. That's just not how it works. So I hope you're doing okay. Megan and Melissa, I love you guys. You're amazing. You have kept me company during some very long COVID jo- jogs. So Yep. Have a good day. Bye. I'm sorry. You're taking long jogs during COVID. You are doing
7: better. You're you're doing this better than I am.
8: <laughs> Way better than me. Yeah. I, I, when I'm working out, I'm reminded that like my workouts are just like how much I would have normally been moving in a day anyway. So it's really not even doing anything. Oh my God.
7: <laughs> you're so yeah. right. I will say the only benefit of ADHD Sometimes I will hyper-focus on something that I like have no need to do. I'll sit and do a puzzle for five hours without moving. But more times than not, I do get a good amount of steps in the day because I just wander around the house trying Mm -hmm. to remember what I was trying to do. Um, But I think that was great. I think that was really good, tough love advice from someone who's been there in like recent times. Yeah. Um, And it's like
8: essentially what we were saying, but she has actual experience with it.
7: Yeah. And you can be a little bit harsher Mm -hmm. in that of like, I also love the the tie to my book title, but yeah, about the whole like, okay, I'm not special, not the exception to the rule, like that kind of stuff. Like it, it's hard to hear. But at the same time, I think that stuff is also kind of comforting that it's like, oh, I'm not the only person going, like, what the fuck am I? Like, I'm sure I'm allowed to be sad, but like, I, I also should realize that like, this is not, this is so common, like mm-hmm. so common. Like everyone else has already done this too and they're okay. So I'll be okay. So I think that's a great some great advice. Now I feel like I have to work out or something. <laughs> That's it for our episode. If you would like to call in and be a part of an upcoming one, leave us a voicemail at 310 694 And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Again, we ask that you let us know your pronouns. You keep it under three minutes or you'll get cut off. You write down practice and you're and or over. Have your parents permission if you want to check out the video version, we have it on Patreon for a dollar a month. And then you can also sign up for our Patreon for exclusive live streams. We live stream twice a month. Only $5. Super easy. More Megan and Melissa. It's a good time. Also follow our Instagram. Buy Megan and Melissa. Some some fun stuff coming soon. And we'll see. um our own socials, buy my book. What would you like to promote?
8: Um just follow me on uh Instagram, please. Your personal and your business. Yeah. But like if you're gonna follow one, do my personal.
7: So you can get to ten K so yeah. you can do some swipe ups. Yeah. I'm almost at five. Hell yeah. Maybe maybe we'll um don't try maybe if i actually
8: tried and like posted things
7: (laughs) yeah just i will say the advice i will give you is don't post um about little nas because some careless some some stragglers that's what sent them well that's what sent them over the edge because like they like hate a lot of people hate followed me but then i think they were like oh no she's associating herself with satan so then mm-hmm. i think they thought oh i can't follow her because now I, I have ties to the, satan the
8: demon will jump into me
7: yeah through the phone <laughs> mm-hmm. the sense. demons in the music video megan watched the music video megan tweeted about the music video she has now the demon, demon in her and now it's gonna her. jump to me
4: if i yeah. keep
7: watching yep Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> spooky.
8: I'm um, pretty sure I mean I reposted from one of the shows that the queer tea show that I pre- executive produce. I reposted for that episode and it was about him and he was in the picture so there you know.
7: They yeah, they that was like, I was dying when like people were like telling Cammy that they were unfollowing her for posting this shit. And she's like, where have you been? <laughs> like, what? That's the same That's thing, the how same I, thing feel. I said to you. Like, I
8: was like, it's not like you haven't posted like about this stuff in the last few months, like even the, a month before.
7: Mm-hmm. That's like, I was, I'm like, you can't be shocked. I, one of the things that people tell me, they're like, oh my God, it's so like, I was, I never really had to worry about you because you've like, since you were 16, talked about like your political views and that kind of stuff, they're like, it was nice to not, like, I always kind of knew. It was like, there was no shock and surprise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how some people are shocked and surprised. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's them. Um, Is there anything
8: else? Nah. Oh, we didn't talk about your dick pic saga. Oh, my God. Should we talk about it? <laughs> Why not? If you want to leave then leave but we and then you can some, leave yeah
7: okay this is wild so <laughs> on like a couple days no it was the night before i got the vaccine the same day as the taylor swift re-release which like is so offensive that someone would send an unsolicited fake <laughs> in general but especially on such a special day for me it was just like so rude I get a text and it said, I would look on my computer to read it to you exactly, but it was from an Android, so I can't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it was. How rude. Um, Green text. I know. The audacity. And it said um, something along the lines of, uh, it's all in a vlog too. But by the time this is out, the vlog will definitely be up. So watch it for my real time responses. Um, But it was something along the lines of, I'm so excited to finally meet you tomorrow. Um, I hope you had a good day. Here's something that will hopefully make it even better. And immediately when I saw that, it's like a number that I don't recognize. And like it's just a lot of words. And so my first instinct was like, is this one of those Joe Biden text messages where they're like asking for five dollars? <laughs> because you know they're really long. Like yes, it starts are. like, hey, have a hey, hello. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't just, it's not like text five. It's not like a change petition or something. Yeah. Like it's pretty formal. And then I kept reading it and I was like, no. And then I get to the end and I was like, uh-oh. I feel like I know what's coming and then it just vibrates and I'm already on the preview and I just see a veiny shaft and I'm like Ooh, it wasn't what? even that veiny but no so it crops so it just crops so I oh, just okay. see like I see veiny flesh okay and I'm like this is not a forearm mm-hmm. like I know what arm this is this is the one between your legs and I was like oh my god and I was like what the fuck look up the number don't have the number and I was like, do I respond? Do I not? And uh, I'm sure people listening understand this, that like, there is an element of like, I'm someone like, I clap back so fucking much. Like, I am so like, I will drag you. I will like, I will bully you. Like, fuck off. If this is afraid. new
8: news to you, then again, where have you
7: been? <laughs> where have you been? Um, but there is a difference of like doing that than, a man that I don't know. And a, a man in general, like I am going to be act very differently because I'm like, now I'm worried for my like state. Like I have to say, I want to say something that gets my point across, but also like you are someone who is like not caring about consent or anyone else's comfortability. So like, you also have a lot of red flag. There's a lot of other red flags there that lead to like someone that you could be a volatile man, Like you can be like really vengeful. I don't want you to like show up where I live. And like, murder me so uh mots was gone and i was just like waiting for him to get home i show him we i finally he was like don't respond don't respond and i was like well i'm gonna respond but i just was responding with gifts so i then responded with um a jack nicholson gift that said um wrong number wrong person wrong and he was like this isn't sarah with like three question marks and i just sent back which real housewife is it do you remember which one it was?
8: Um, it's a blonde I don't even one. Remember, that th- doesn't say anything.
7: Yeah, I think it's a it was one. Shannon.
8: The door is, I believe, is who you said.
7: and it just says like no, 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 no. And yes, then he that would responded, yes, yeah. Then he responded saying "fuck." So my follow up was like, this is all in my highlights too. If you want to read it verbatim, but my highlights were, um, I said here, I can actually just even pull it up. But I, I said something back where, where I, I have was, what you said. Okay, what did I say?
8: You said, Mor- moral of the story, don't send unsolicited dick pics. You haven't even met this girl and you're sending her that. And because Sarah gave you the wrong number, now I have to be subjected to that picture.
7: And he said, did he respond to that? He, he said, said, you're, right, I'm
8: you're right. I feel like a complete idiot.
7: Okay, so then here's where I'm like, wow, this is the best it could have ever gone. Like, do I believe this man? No, no. I think like when you send that picture, you do not have like that full character arc immediately being like, you're right. Blah, blah, blah. Cause like, again, he's never met this girl. Mm-hmm. Like it says in his first text message that he has not met her in person. Um, and I, also I responded doesn't...
8: to you with, at least he wasn't a dick about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a good
7: one. It made me laugh. <laughs> um, So I'm like already feeling like I'm annoyed as fuck because he's, He's just now pandering to me to be like, oh, you know, you're right. I'm like, OK, fuck off. Like, you no. and the amount of people who are like, well, blah blah, he was really nice. Maybe like in the, and just the amount of like dick pic apologists from women who are like, I was like, please hold, have higher standards for the men in your life. Like, good God, like this is not not it. But then someone had a couple people had tweeted me when I had tweeted about this and they were like, oh, my God, something similar happened to grace. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I should ask her about it. But like, I didn't really follow through with that. And then someone else in my DMs had said something along the lines of it. And again, I was just kind of like in the back of my mind, I should ask Grace. But then someone sent just a link to the video with a timestamp and said, oh my God, watch this. Grace talked about it on the podcast. And I was like, okay. So I start watching. It's on um, one. I think it's literally called Grace Got a Dick Pick. And it's mm-hmm. and this, this, is, this, this might get memory With memory yeah. Heart. And she like, it's a great soundbite of memory opening it for the first time. But then they start describing the dick and they're talking about how it's like a weirdly framed photo and it's really close up and I was like my senses are tingling like this kind of sounds like it and then Mamrie goes is that an uncirc? is that what an uncircumcised penis looks like and I was like we're talking about the same dick. Like this sounds, <laughs> this sounds just like it. But then Grace said that the area code was from Los Angeles, and I was like, okay, no, maybe not. But I texted her or I DM—I don't remember if I DM'd her or texted her. Um, but I asked her. I was like, hey, I heard you got a dick pic. I watched the clip. Um, I'm wondering if it's like the same because the way that like the the preamble to it too was like had such a great time with you last night. Like it was similar, just cadence and just writing. She sends me the fucking screenshot. This was like immediately after I got the vaccine. So I already have like my microchip running through me 5G. Like I'm on. I'm just like living my best life. Like my service is peak. And she sends it to me. That's sarcasm. Everybody get a vaccine. Um, she sends me a screenshot and it's the same dick, Exact same picture. Same fucking just picture. copy paste. And I am losing it. Like what the fuck? what the actual fuck and so then some people have said online that like people get off being like digital flashers and that like there's no way that this is like there's like really no way that this is a coincidence Mm -hmm. that great because like not only do grace and i work in the same industry like we also know each other like we're friends we know each other like this is like it's super fucking weird like it's so fucking weird um and uh, neither of us were able to reverse search the phone numbers. You looked them up, and but they're apparently, I like, they're brand yeah. new numbers. So, that just Gra- been- Grace's
8: has been a while, uh, around for a while. Well, b- by a while, I mean, since, like, the l- earliest notification for it was uh, March 11th for hers, and they're all... Well, her dick pic was... A while ago. Yeah. And they're all, every everyone that has reported this number, it says dick pic next to it. Like you can report like if something is safe or not safe. And this number is considered not safe. And they're all marked for dick pic. Um, and then I searched the one that Megan had and that number has no record to it at all. So I think that they get new numbers, they probably use Google or some other service where they can just get a new number and just send it out.
7: I just I like have so many questions. Yeah. But like why? That's what I don't some people were saying. And there's like stories
8: are different. Like the stories that he gave both of you are they're different. It's the same cadence, but they're completely different stories.
7: But that's the whole thing that like you can just But, like, that's the only way I could tell was just, like, how they were written. But, like, Mm -hmm. they're not the same. Like, it's like, I'm excited excited to see you. Oh, I saw you last night. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just. And also, like, of all of the dick pics that you're going to use, it's that? Mm
8: -hmm.
7: Like, what? I just think it's absolutely fucking wild. And I want to figure out who it is. But, yeah, so I guess what online people are saying that some people get off as, like, digital flashers. But at the same time, like the fact that it's both Grace and I, it's like either someone who knows us both personally or it's either or it's someone who knows us both in a public sense. Mm -hmm. But that's like it's not random. Yeah. Like it's targeted to both of us or whatever but a couple of people had messaged me and saying that they had gotten like random dick pics and then i was like can i see the dick and it wasn't the same dick. <laughs> so i'm like that's the part that's so weird like if it was like oh my god and it's like 50 other people are sending me like and it's all the same i'm like okay number breach from a website like yeah. something like that but the fact it's that like too
8: much of a coincidence
7: yeah mm-hmm. what a wild 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 time and Mots was like, you know, being innocent. He was like, afterwards, he was like, oh, dude, that dude must be losing his shit, sending the dick to the wrong girl. And I was like, babe, he didn't even like test the number to be yeah. like, hey, like, it's like a brand new conversation. There's no text history there. There's like none of that. And then once it came out that it was like this, Mots was like, this makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, because he was like, I just don't know how you messed that up that bad. Because like, it was on purpose. It's on purpose. That's how. Hmm. Just don't send, like, unless someone asks for one. Also, someone was telling me that they're apparently like a catfish ploy. And I was like, I'm sorry, who does that work on? How do you watch Catfish, Megan? No, but I can't imagine, like, you sending me an unsolicited... I, like, get unsolicited titty pic. Like, I get that, like, but I'm sorry, you're sending me a picture of your penis and you're expecting that I'm going to be like, tell me
8: more. yeah, Like, what? Well, Well, if I get one... I will play along and see how far I can take it.
7: That's a good call. <laughs> I know I do really kind of want to call the number like star 67 but I think it'll just be disconnected now. Yeah, I don't th- I think
8: they just use it for a month or so and then get another number. Mm-hmm. Cuz that one with Grace's it had like stuff from March till April. So like it was still being used.
7: Wow. That that seems like a lot of work.
8: Well, if you don't have shit else to do or if it's your thing that you get off on, then...
7: I will say, though, as much as it sucks, I would much rather get flashed in a text message than in person. Oh, 100%. Without a doubt. Like, I don't think you should do either at all. Mm -hmm. But, like, I guess the perk of the pandemic is that, like, (laughs) less... I haven't seen, like, a... You know, a ra- actually, no, we did that day as we were driving back. That's so funny. That day of and I were driving back from um getting our getting vaccine your injection. After all of that happened, we saw um a naked person cross the street in Hollywood. I've seen so many naked people crossing streets in Hollywood. It's not even. It was the same intersection where I've also seen someone walking a lion, no, a tiger on a leash and once where I saw, um, which was probably one of the greatest interactions I had ever seen. And I like wish I could have filmed it because like my hatred of LAPD runs so deep, Mm -hmm. but I love when people are able to fuck with them. Um, And an unsheltered man had uh, found a horse somewhere and gotten a horse, was on an LAPD horse. And he was just standing, sitting on the side of the, um, of the, uh, like in in like one of the um, camps right there, right off of the freeway, just sitting on his horse, regal fucking Game of Thrones shit. And then the police pulled over. We're just like, what and he was like what (laughs) this is amazing he was just like what and they were like um and he was like can I help you and I just (laughs) loved it like I loved it so much I was like this is the this is fantastic this is the greatest thing ever and like the horse was happy the horse just living their life like and I I drove on by but I was just like I yes please occupy LAPD with this so they uh, like come Mm -hmm. on it was wild but yeah the, the lion one was like the, the i mean the tiger one was How crazy did they too get so far
8: just walking it down
7: the street i question because it's the fucking um the, the tiger or the uh the, the, the horse the, the horse whatever the tiger i do not understand because it's literally that like so i forgot what fucking street is it called is it so it's right before i'm so bad with like street names and everything so it's like What's there's around like, a, it there's like a grocery store on the left, but it's like right as you're about to kind of get to yeah. the freeway when if you were yeah. going to like um if you were going to like Burbank or you're going to like mm-hmm. any of the studios. I know exactly like Disney, what you're talking
8: about. There's like a IHOP or a Denny's or something that's some, next yeah. to the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um
7: But you know, and you get off the freeway down mm-hmm. that side. There's like yep. two ramps. You're gonna exit for Ivy. Yep. I think it's so, yep. yeah. So mm-hmm. right there. Um. So and that's
8: also like the entrance for the um to shopping center like the the mall ish type thing that's to the it's on the left if you're going to the freeway it's on the left hand side it's not the entrance it's where the parking is oh i don't know like that bowling alley's right there we're talking about the same place are we okay maybe i don't know i'm I'm not pretty sure we are i can ask lots
7: too i can also be incredibly misleading Mm -hmm. but uh so the street it's like right before it's like right as you're about to get into hollywood where the um La- the tiger was mm-hmm. that one was baffling to me because like it's not necessarily an, it, there's not really a lot of stages there like Hollywood has this idea of being like oh Hollywood that's where movies are, yeah I'm there's like, really not no. yeah
0: there's
7: nothing really in Hollywood except like high rise apartment complexes where like like Logan Paul used to live mm-hmm. like that's like it's like it's there's not a lot there it's more of like the touristy stuff there's not really any production stuff in Hollywood so I was kind of like where are you going? Because I'm assuming it's for a shoot or something, but they don't have like, it's not like on a, like, I don't, it might've been on a leash, but like they didn't have like any like big cages or they didn't have like, you know, when it's like a crew and it's like massive amount of people or wranglers Mm -hmm. and all of that. Like it was just like four people and it was like really casual. So I was like convinced they were shooting it for some like Facebook fucking video or someone's like stupid, like TikTok or like some of that shit. It it might've been in the era of vine when I saw it, Mm -hmm. but I was like,
8: is that what we were talking about? Yeah,
7: I think it was right on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I just Hollywood is so weird. So That's like it was the, the same cross section. Weird. Yeah, Nate. You yeah, see, I've seen nudity. so I've
8: seen at least three dicks just walking down the street right there on Highland.
7: Mm-hmm. But the you know what the best part is they always have the best billboards and always have the latest like um wraps on it it's like what TV shows are coming out with all the posters. Mm-hmm. I always find out what's coming out. Because yeah. they do so many. So I'm like, OK, OK, it's a good time. And they don't have any of the billboards that like people buy. Yeah. I hate those ones. I hate it. Huh.
8: Oh, well, what a story. I hope you get it. Someone else um, that's not connected to us also received it. But
7: has to be somewhat a little connected to Grace but to know. No, she doesn't know them either. Someone just
8: told her that they got it so did you follow she follow up asked, and is it the same yeah, picture same picture i think that's what she said she either was going to or she was going to follow up but the way it's described it's the same picture what yeah
7: but a person's also in a similar yes. it's not like a completely dissimilar yes, but it's not anyone
8: that she personally knows no.
7: but it could be someone that knows all three of us yeah i've only ever received three dick pics in my entire life and two have been to my business email address. Mm-hmm. One and of them, them was this one. the
8: beautiful one with the... Um... gingham
7: shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the unbuttoned bottom of the shirt. Yeah. Just sprawled, just with a tent. A perfect little framing for the penis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never received any other unsolicited dick pics. I don't... Unless I'm blocking it out.
8: Which is entirely possible.
7: It is true. It's like someone asked me once if I've ever smoked like a cigarette. And I was like, I d- no, not sober. But if I did it drunk, like I would have i don't remember but like i mean I, me
8: and my friend from college we both received the same dick pic from a dude that was trying to talk to both of us um but we were like best friends so there's no way that he would like, have thought that do- neither one of us would have like we were inseparable and we would call him well, long banes because his uh hair on his dick looked like you could just swoop it over as a bang so that was our coat name for him. Whenever we were in public. did he have straight pubes? <laughs> yes. we were like, we were like, did he straighten this? Like, how did this happen? Long bangs. I in my life have never seen straight pubes. I know, and that's why it was very memorable. We were like, I, have,
7: I have a full haircut. I'm picturing. Yeah, we're just like it's a just, long, just swoops it look.
8: over. Just swoops it over. It was in the young beaver phase of that po- point of his life when he was like just coming out
7: the dickhead side so. bangs
8: <laughs> that's disgusting yeah wow 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 I wish you still had it it was so long ago that was like when I had an android and like the iphone one was out that's how long ago it was
7: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that was <laughs> it seems long ago though I don't know wow um okay that's it for our episode now mm-hmm. <laughs> If you listened, um, we hope you enjoyed. And if you did enjoy, I think you'll enjoy something that potentially will be coming out pretty soon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We will see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa Demonts. Edited by Katrina Henning and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.
3: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that
0: lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card.